This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. You're listening to the CMO Spotlight on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again are Catherine Hayes and Jenny Rooney. And welcome back to the CMO Spotlight. I'm Catherine Hayes. And I'm Jenny Rooney. And we're happy to have you back for the second half of our show. Uh, We'll be talking next up with John Perry. She is the SVP Marketing at ERA Real Estate. Um, And as we always do on this show, what we really like to try to get into is, first of all, a little bit about the company, a little bit about her background, particularly from a standpoint of leadership. And then what are the challenges that she's really dealing with these days? What are the collaborations that she has underway to address those challenges? And perhaps most importantly for you listeners, you know, what are some of the lessons that we can all learn from her marketing experience? So with that, uh, let me welcome to the show Don Perry, SVP Marketing of ERA Real Estate. Hi, Don. Thank you. Hello. Hi. It's Thanks so be much for today. being here. It's Yay. an honor to be on your program. Yeah. Well, we're so pleased to have you. Um, so it would be great if you could just start us off with a little bit about who ERA Real Estate is. Sure. No, and it's a it's a great question because ERA today is it's a fifty year old brand, but we're kind of a challenger brand now. Uh, we started in nineteen seventy one. We have forty thousand agents worldwide, and we span thirty four countries. So it's an international brand. Um, I'm charged with building brand awareness and helping brokers and sales associates do what they do best, which is help homeowners people realize their dream of home ownership. Um, but we're a challenger brand in that we're not as big as some of our brothers and sisters. Even we're part of a larger holding company called Realogy. And we, um, our, our family is Caldwell Banker, Century 21, which might have more brand recognition. But we are very strong regionally, and we are very strong internationally. So I'm charged with building that brand awareness um, in the markets that we serve and also helping grow the brand through more affiliations. Um, I'm actually, you know, trying to do marketing for 40,000 entrepreneurs who all want to do things <laughs> their go. own way. So sometimes that can be a bit of a challenge. I have a business B2B message and a B2C message that I have to craft. Well, that sort of sums it all up in terms of both uh, what the company's about as well as what your challenges are. So um, we were just on with uh, Kirsten Lynch. Uh, at Vale Resorts, who she sort of oversees all these different properties within hers, whereas the flip side is is your situation where you are part of uh, a larger organization, as you mentioned. Tell me about your relationship with that larger organization in terms of your marketing responsibilities. How is that coordinated? How much independence and autonomy uh, do you have? Yeah, how do you just navigate that? You know, that's a unique situation, I would imagine, for for a marketer. It is. It's a really unique situation, and we are blessed to be part of the Realogy organization. And I'll say, you know, we are completely independent. We can build and our brand and our company our own way. We have our own. Every brand within the Realogy family has their own unique value prop and goals and their own marketing team that helps um, extend that as well as an operating team that does it as well. Um, but through Realogy, we have the power of all of this data and insight. When I said we had uh, 40,000 agents worldwide, Realogy across all of its network is 300,000 agents. They mm-hmm. take up about 16% of the market share for domestically. We have a significant amount of data. And I know that you know I've been listening to some of the other um, sessions that you've had, and, and data is a big conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Using the right data at the right time to serve the right message. That's something we've struggled with as marketers forever. 
Um, and so using the power of this data to really drive value to, so if I'm talking to a broker or an agent, making sure that they, we are using data appropriately to help them be more efficient and to close more business and to serve more customers. But if I'm also talking at talking about it to building this brand, it's making sure that we are finding the right brokers that fit our culture. You know, I talked about ERA, what we work in general. We have three pillars that build up to this brand, and one of, at the very forefront, is family. Uh, we have this culture of collaboration and innovation. We, we've told this story over the years that um, we started in 1971 over, over a barbershop in Kansas City. and hmm. oh, we, wow. I was hoping you would tell sort of the origin story and sort of yeah. why you guys are the way you are. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, it's really unique, and I, it's, I appreciate the question because the, this fax, we were connected by this fax machine, and if you, if you, I could just send you the pictures. This fax machine is as big as a table. I it saw it in your large. little, in the video that you did for the rebranding. Yeah, so it is, um, you know, I obviously remember the fax machine. Um, I'm old enough to remember a fax machine and the functionality of it. Not that size, though. Mine were a little bit, you know, smaller when <laughs> I used them. But that fax machine allowed our brokers to do two things, which is the foundation of who we are today. Uh, the first was to, con- uh, to conduct and transact business across distances, right? They could send contracts back and forth, referrals back and forth. But in addition to that, it created a technology and a spirit of innovation and collaboration so they could share ideas as well. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward to today, that manifests itself through Facebook and other social groups. We are a huge um, experiential event brand that we connect our brokers and agents, we help foster that, so that that spirit of collaboration and growth together as a team can still manifest itself even today. It's just done in a different way. Talk about the the experiential uh, events brand. Mm -hmm. You're a real estate company, (laughs) and you're, you know, people to people, these franchisees who uh, are are working with people, homeowners. So talk about this aspect of it, because it is an important part of, of your message. So what, when we talk about that spirit of collaboration, the collaboration only happens. Everyone, like I said, they were all entrepreneurs. They're extremely busy professionals. And with that, though, we want to give them the opportunity to connect and learn and grow and find better and more efficient ways to serve the customers. Um, so with that, we have an annual event we do um, across the whole international community. We have uh, brokers and agents that come from uh, far and wide, and it is three days of not only celebration of awards and success, because there's a tremendous amount of of, um, uh, celebration in that respect, but more specifically, they come for the education. Mm. They come to learn more and share more. We have more collaborations that, you know, roundtables and other collaborations um, segments than probably any other brand, because they are willing to share not only their success, because they, they're happy to do that, yeah. but also share some of their failures so that others don't hit the same pitfalls. Hmm. You know, I asked this question of the previous guest we had, just stepping back a minute about, you know, just macro trends and things that are happening sort of in the space, but just when it comes to home buying and selling more broadly, what are you seeing? What what makes you excited and what, what keeps you up at night just as far as the business that you're in right now? Well, that's kind of the, it seems to be that what keeps you up at night question happens in every business. But for us specifically, you know, obviously real estate is cyclical and we're going into a bit of a slower session right now, right? So for us at the franchise level, we want to make sure that we are empowering and providing our brokers and agents Mm -hmm. the right tools Mm -hmm. to continue to succeed in their local market. So what keeps me up at night is making sure that I have and I am providing enough value and enough 
um, resources to our affiliates so they can continue to succeed in their local market. Um, You know, trends, they come and go. I mean, obviously, we had a tremendous downturn in real estate several years ago. We've come out of that. We've hit some highs. You know, we always joke um, at... Uh, in a real estate company is that when times are good and, and uh, there's multiple offers on, offers on a house, anyone can sell real estate. <laughs> but it is a highly complex process. It's probably the most expensive purchase of right. almost anyone's life, and you need a professional to help you through that. And where we um, thrive is all that connectivity, all of that collaboration allows them to be even more professional and grow and develop their skills. I mean, across the board, ERA has an over 98% satisfaction rate. And we're really proud of that. I'm proud of the sales associates that live and breathe this every day that are succeeding and serving their customers and their communities. Well, one of the questions, I mean, to to Jenny's point about how things are changing and, you know, the bigger picture of what's going on in the real estate market, uh, I noticed that Realogy just um, had an agreement with Amazon, uh, which is pretty significant. Um, Here's Amazon coming into yet another industry um, in a big way, especially given the size of Realogy. Can you talk a little bit about that and what you see as you know, what it's about, first of all, just to explain it to us, and then what you think the implications are for your business. Of course. I mean, we are very excited about this relationship. You know, um, Realogy and Amazon, they've teamed up to introduce a program called Turnkey. So, you know, Realogy, obviously, I spoke about it a little before. You know, we're it's the company behind some of the most recognized residential real estate brands. Um, in addition to Caldwell Banker and Century 21, there's Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, ERA, of course, Sotheby's has an international realty, um, and um, through them, we are going to be able to offer this program called Turnkey. So the benefit to a consumer is it's a benefit-rich way to purchase and set up a new home. So the idea here is if you were to list uh, to uh, buy a home with uh, a Realogy agent that's qualified and in the program because it's in pilot right now, you'd have the opportunity to get a reward back from Amazon, which would include $1,000 to $5,000, depending on the home price, of Amazon Home Services, fully installed, full of smart home products. So there's this great move-in benefit so that when you close on your property, all of this is set up for you. So right now we're launching, we launched in 15 markets, it's in a pilot, um, and we are, um, you know, being very specific about making sure we can monitor all of our success, both for us and for Amazon, so that we can prove success and then launch it more broadly um, after the pilot is complete. And it's only a month old, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, two, just two and a half weeks, I think. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, really, really soon. Time flies when it's summertime. It really does. <laughs> How do you also regard sort of the rise of the Zillows and the Trulias and all the other online, you know, the just the digital disruption that's happened in the in the category just in general and all the different ways there are for people to find homes and shop around and dream? Well, so it's an interesting question. You know, Zillow has gone through some ebb and flows themselves. They're, they have their old CEO back again as their uh, newly new CEO. Um, their founder is back as the, at the head. And, you know, they've been a very successful marketing company that uses and helps use agents to deliver quality content to consumers. You know, real estate transactions have changed significantly over the years. Um, not so long ago, probably within the last 30 years, you actually had to go physically see a real estate agent to see what properties were available in the market. You know, fast forward to today where they can surf anybody's property and even look at properties that are not on the market just to, for aspirational dreaming of home ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, Zillow has facilitated that, and they've done a great service to the customers. Where that's a great benefit to 
brokers and agents is that it allows a customer to see the opportunities and then when they're ready to transact, come to a qualified agent to help them get into their dream home or sell. It depends on which side of the market is. When we talk about disruptors, there's all these things going on now about iBuying and those are really, as I see it, really more for investors. You know, if you're thinking about it, I don't, we're not at the point where I can go to Amazon and say, look, there's a house and drop it in the basket and hit, you know, buy now and, and there's the house. That <laughs> We're not there yet. I'm not saying we'll never be there that you no. can put a house in a basket, but um, for now, we're not there. So with that in mind, uh, there is the opportunity through things like um, these iBuying programs that if you're an investor and you really, you're looking for an investment opportunity, it's a quick and fast way to purchase a home. And that's great. It's great to offer that choice. ERA has been doing that for over 35 years. We've had a program called Seller Security Program. The idea with this program is that if you are a seller that needs to move for some reason, maybe you are going into new construction, into retirement uh, living, uh, you have to move for some reason. You need to be out by a certain date. It gives you the security uh, that you can close on your house at a certain time. So basically the premise is if we can't sell your home, we'll buy it. Now, when you work with an ERA agent, they are generally pricing your home appropriately and doing the things that need to, do to, uh, need to be done to sell the property, like stage the home and other things. They generally sell for more money than they would have had to you know, go through the program and close. We are still willing to do that, but the qualified agents are very successful at selling a home at a, at a fair price that gets the most for their uh, seller. And I'm that's really fam- what it's all about, right? Very helpful. I'm, I'm not familiar with the term I-buying. What does that oh. mean exactly? So there's certain um, programs. So Zillow has one as well. And basically what that means is I want to sell my home and I want to sell it immediately. Got it. So I go into that program and there is a scheduled you know, offer right, based on the the size of, and the quality of your home and what it's appraised for, they give you an offer right away. Got and it. you can close, you know, it depends on the program, but you can close pretty quickly. Um, and that, like I said, that usually is a reduction. You're not, you know, say if you were, I'm making these numbers up, but if you were listing your home for $150,000, the offer would be less than that. So you don't have the opportunity to list it and possibly sell it for the appraised value or more, like you would in a seller security plan, the ERA program. But it's a great option for people that need to, to move quickly. So, as somebody who's going through this right now, it's very exciting to hear about all this, you know, complexity, but the opportunities that are available. So, are you buying or selling? A little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talk also, Don, about, and I asked this of the other guest, the the um, just switching gears a little bit around leadership, right? And sort of, um, um, there's a lot of talk in marketing circles around. Um, you know, uh, focus on diversity and inclusion, both inside companies, but also externally and acknowledging the diversity of um, of the consumer base and sort of of of, of the market and um, making sure that all of your operation, all your marketing, advertising, branding, frankly, is is reflective back and the marketer, the CMO owns the, the voice of the customer within an organization Um also, we're seeing, you know, so many women who are in leadership roles in, in marketing within organizations. How do you personally sort of regard that mantle and sort of perhaps the responsibility that that bears, um, you know, both inside your organization, but also in terms of being able to sort of bring that voice to the customer and that diverse uh, customer into the organization such that everything the business is doing is, is in service to, to that? That's a fantastic question. It's so important uh, that we can focus on it. I you know, it is a bit of um, a responsibility, right? As you move up and you are now, you know, for me, a female leader, um, 
it is our responsibility to continue to give back and support everyone. I mean, we, you know, we talk a little bit about, you know, what are some of the challenges right now from a marketing standpoint. Some of it is finding and, um, finding and uh, developing good talent. Right? And so that's both men and women. But particularly at the female leadership, you know, real estate is really interesting because a significant portion of realtors are women, you know, more than half. And with that, you know, we say that they're not all in leadership positions. They're not all in own brokerages. That is okay for them. If you think about, remember what I said at the beginning, these women are entrepreneurs. They run their own business. Mm-hmm. So while they're not counted as business owners, mm-hmm. each, each franchise is independently owned and operated, and these agents are independent contractors. So they are running their own business. And what's interesting about this concept and where we really feel it at ERA is that um, I, I I can't remember who coined the word intrapreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a spinoff of entrepreneur where it's basically someone who acts as an entrepreneur, has that entrepreneur spirit, has complete control of their business, but uses a larger organization to drive and grow and develop. So if you think about an agent at ERA, they're getting that from their brokerage. The brokerage is getting it from ERA. And ERA is getting it from Realogy, and I will tell you from the corporate staff the same thing. We all we are um, empowered to work independently and think creatively, so that we can grow and develop the business. You know, one of the other pillars, in addition to family for ERA, is our ability to be fast and flexible. So fast helps. You know, it's the spirit of innovation and doing things a bit differently. But flexible is that freedom of choice, and the flexible also helps with the diversity question you asked because we are focused on you know not only showcasing diversity and um, empowering women to take their seat at the table um, along with everyone else. However, um, if you think about it, it's more about home ownership in general. You know, we've come a long way from uh, the opportunity for equal housing, and, but there's still a long way to go. And we, we believe that for anyone who wants a home and is qualified to buy one, they should have a home. And so that's really at the core of who we are um, as a network. Sounds like that's your purpose, right? You're, everybody, we talk so much about purpose and having sort of meaningful, uh, meaningful brand, and, and that sounds like that's what you, you all are sort of owning. Yeah, it's, it, ERA used to have a tagline called Always There for You, and it's evolved. That, you know, it's funny. I, um, we didn't talk about my background, but one of my companies that I've worked at was Avis. You know, Avis was the underdog, true challenger brand underdog with the We Try yeah, Harder. We campaign. Try Harder. Absolutely. Pretty right? fabulous. Iconic. Yeah. Exactly, from DDB. And they're, they're actually going through a renaissance, too. I think they just mm-hmm. um, did a new visual identity. It's their 70th anniversary. So it's interesting to see how we've all grown and developed. But that at the core, that not only was We Try, we try Harder their um, tagline, it really became part of their culture. Yeah. You felt it when you worked at right. corporate, and all the licensees felt that, too. We go the extra mile. So we think about always there for you, ERA. Um, it's true from a customer standpoint and from a brokerage and agent standpoint, but we've evolved that now to provide that opportunity for you to do it your own way. So it's now mm-hmm. your way with ERA or at ERA, mm-hmm. um, so that can be growth, right, grow your way, or it could be if you're a consumer, you have very specific things that you want. And from an advertising standpoint, we've evolved that to a campaign called You Plus ERA. So whatever it is that you're looking for, um, you're looking to buy a vineyard, I, that, that would be nice for me, but uh, mm. not yet. <laughs> so if you're looking to buy a vineyard or you're looking for a studio apartment in Manhattan, whatever you're looking for, there's an ERA agent with an expertise for that, whatever that might be. And 
why that campaign has been so successful for us is the first part was it broke through the clutter. If you think of in your head, visualize real estate advertising, you're getting a very specific thing. This was a little tongue-in-cheek about kind of like online dating, right? It was a you, and there was a picture of a person plus you, right? And it gave you the opportunity to envision yourself working with someone who is like you. Um, so what was great about that is we're a small brand. You know, as I said, we're a challenger brand. So we try to extend things as much as possible. So I created that campaign so corporately we could use it to try to attract affiliates, you plus ERA, mm-hmm. the brand. Brokers can use it to attract agents because they grow by recruiting more agents. Sure. So you plus ERA means the agent can come with that brokerage and learn from their culture, their unique culture, because they can do things their way. Um, and then an agent can work with a consumer. So the message transcends all, mm-hmm. and it's been yeah. extremely effective for us because as a regional, you know, it's a very large brand but very regionally strong, we are able to extend our messaging uh, through all this extension of that campaign. And we make it super easy for them to plug and play. If you don't make it easy, uh, these are very busy people. They won't use the marketing at all. So we want them to do it. We want them to benefit from it. So we try to make it as easy as possible. So they are very independent, very entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial. What about um, how do you do work with quality control? What What happens <laughs> on the flip side when you have someone who um, is not, um, doing it the way that the, the quality standards are for your organization. How does that, how do you manage that? That's certainly a, a big franchise question generally. How do you think about it? It's a, <laughs> that's an excellent question. It is a bit of a tightrope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was lucky enough, I've been with ERA for 10 years. And when I was brought on, I was doing product development because that's kind of how I evolved my marketing career. And then I moved over to branding again uh, right at the end of 2013. And we decided at that point as a brand that it was time to um, re-image. You know, mm-hmm. we need a different identity, to update the logo. And so I was, you know, appreciative to be able to go through that whole process and take ownership of it. And it was a really a fascinating time. Um, right before that, though, if you were to do uh, a bit of an audit of the logo and how it was displayed across the world – it, it was it was a little scary, I have to say. So, <laughs> it was kind of scary. <laughs> it, it really is, because you think about it. Yeah. Um, the franchise model, it's hard enough in the U.S., but when we franchise internationally, we have master franchises who then sub-franchise. Mm-hmm. So you are hoping that they are the steward of the brand. So the key that I said about the U plus ERA campaign, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for them to use what we have so that we don't have to police it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good so, point. And, yeah. also and as desirable really, as possible so that they, they want to lean into the ERA way. A hundred percent. And also, but they are all back to that flexible part. You know, each of our brokerages, one of the, one of the other um, key differentiators for ERA versus another real estate company is that we provide flexibility in branding. So let's just say, you know, we have Jenny Rooney Real Estate, and you have your own logo in your local market, and you decide to affiliate with ERA, you can keep that logo. We have options where you keep that because you have brand equity. Hmm. ERA is here to bolster and enhance what you currently do well. You know, you're affiliating with us for certain growth opportunities, but you already have success in your local market. So we have three different ways you can brand with us. But as you said, this creates more complexity on my end. Yeah. Uh, when we reimage, they called me the brand police. I'm. I feel more <laughs> absolutely. Like, I'm more like a brand referee. Right? <laughs> I'm a strike cat um, because I, I want to make sure that the brand is represented well 
completely across the world. Um, and they are, when we make it easy for them and we give them the assets to do, you know, whatever they want to do in their local market, it does help with that consistency. So just that's such a an exciting thing to go through a rebranding exercise, um, not exercise, but effort undertaking. Um, what are some of the lessons learned that you um, as you look back on it and reflect what worked, what didn't work? What were some of the key lessons that you now have as part of your arsenal as part of what you bring to the table? Yeah. And what would you want to share with other people listening who might find themselves in a similar situation in, in need of that yeah. as well? Well, I, there has been, it was a significant undertaking, and I can say um, the key to anything like this, obviously do your homework. You know, no one's going to rebrand, particularly a brand that's almost, you know, at this time we were 40 years old, um, without doing your research and your homework and doing all kinds of analysis, not only of your consumers and their awareness, but also for me, you know, it's important in this brand, what our brokers and our agents right. felt about the current brand. Interestingly enough, before we reimaged, when we did some uh, some research on that logo, and um, it, it was like it looked like a little bit like a Brady Bunch square at the top, they had said, "Oh, it looks like it's from the '70s." It wasn't. It was from the '90s, and so it so quickly became uh, trite in some respects because it looked really um, dated. So we took what was good of that. Right there was a roof out element. There was colors that we've kept. We modernized the the font, uh, so there was a lot of good things we did there. But I will say the number one most important thing to do when you go through this is, depending on your company, you need to include others and you need to keep them involved, but not all the way to the decision point. So what I mean by that is, we included mm-hmm. our brokers, our top brokers, our even we got some key agents involved because yard signs are their thing, right? These are the right. folks that are buying those yard right. signs. That's our biggest advertiser in real estate is all of those yard signs. Sure. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure they were um, resonating where we were going. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't, you know, I'm sure you know, we cannot, you know, <laughs> market in a caucus. Think about what you learn from focus groups and things like that. No one's ever going to agree. But, you know, we wanted to take their um, needs and their point of view into consideration. That was essential for buy-in. And then we did a stage rollout, right? You don't. we didn't just, this is the expense for anyone, particularly from franchising or licensees. You know, you are asking them to change their whole identity in some respects. There's a cost associated with that that they may or may not have budgeted for. And so, you know, we were able to help them along with that. Um, But communication was the key, and we had a very specific timeline. We gave them resources um, and communication along the way. When we launched, we had this ready, set, go package. Um, Ready was, here's the announcement. You just need to get ready. Get set was here's how what the how the brand identity is coming together. These are some of the things to consider. And the go was here's all the resources you need. We did this phased approach to help them into it, and then we gave them time to convert. So you're really thinking about it from their perspective yeah. and the implications. Obviously, it's getting the rebranding right itself, but it's it's all in the execution at the end of the day the and the engagement. Yeah. And, and the, right. well, thank you so much for joining us today, Don. Thank you, Don. We've really appreciated your time and uh, and wish you all the best. Oh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Don Perry is the SVP of Marketing at ERA Real Estate. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.